Hello, and welcome to the Broke Bingo Addict. This is a podcast that ventures through the wild and crazy world of bingo. This is much more than your grandmother's bingo. My name's Shari, and welcome to this week's episode, which, as always, is for entertainment purposes only. Looks like people really enjoyed listening to Tanya Jones for the past few weeks, and I'm definitely going to be doing some more interviews with hopefully a bunch of other TikTok influencers and just a variety of people. But for the moment, you're stuck with me. (laughs) And there are definitely a few things that I want to chat about. The first thing I want to talk about is how excited I am that I finally got a chance to play uh, Bingo in London. As much as I've played bingo and for as long as I played bingo, I really had no idea that they played it differently in the UK than they did here. The first time I realized that, or actually when I realized it, the first time I found out about it is early on when all this stuff was happening with the uh, pandemic and everything and we were all stuck home and couldn't play bingo and I was going into withdrawal and losing my mind. Uh, Somebody recommended that I check out to see, just for the hell of it, if there was anything on the internet or any way that I could play bingo online and bless their little hearts because that was really saving grace for me. So what I found out that there was an app that allowed you to purchase these bingo tickets for this game called Isolation Bingo that was hosted by uh, Charlie Hyde. So it was like a drag queen bingo. And, uh, you know, normally I don't like that kind of stuff. Normally I like just the basic, you go in, you play bingo, you have a good time, you win your money and you go home. But at the time, like I said, this was dead in the middle of the pandemic and there was absolutely no place that you could physically go to play bingo. So I was pleased as punched to find any Anything. And uh, so is my husband that I found something because I was about to drive him crazy. So anyway, in this isolation bingo, what you had to do is you uh, signed up. I think it was only like $7 and they sent you like a sheet. The sheet was like a, 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 a four on card. OK, so you had like four little blocks that you could play. And then they would send you like a, um, a code that you could log into. But whatever, you just played these four games and they would play continuously like they would play a game. Then they would play the next game, building on that game. Then they play another game, building on that game, and then another game, building on that. And it wasn't very large prizes that you were winning. It was like minimal things, like a T-shirt or a, a mug or something. Unless it was the last game, I think for the last game they would send you an Amazon card for like fifty dollars or something. But anyway, it was fun. It was really kind of cool actually because it was a whole community. And uh, I've certainly mentioned this in a prior post. Charlie was very, very um, welcoming, and he would say hi to you, and it was really kind of cool because you had people from all over the world playing this bingo and you'd say hi and you could see each other and everything. So it was really kind of cool. And it was my saving grace at the moment. So I really appreciate it. So again, shout out to Isolation Bingo and Charlie Hydes, which I think they've gone on to do other things. I think he's huge and he's no longer doing that. But anyway, that was the first time I found out that they played bingo differently in the UK. It just never even occurred to me that there could be any other way to play bingo. And I didn't understand it. I, you know, I would go on and I would Google. It's like, well, what exactly is it that makes it so different? And I saw these cards, and these cards would have just a bunch of numbers on them. And I'm like, I don't understand what that is. What the hell is that? It's just a bunch of numbers and everything. So I figured that there had to be some way. And I would see other people when I would go on to TikTok, when I started getting on there, every now and then there would be people from the UK who would post something and it would be that sheet again that had all these numbers like in no particular 
arrangement that I could tell. You know, it to me just seemed like a big blur. So I asked a couple of people, but nobody really responded to say, how was this done? And I, and I really wanted to see it. So that was my big thing. When I knew that I was going to be going to London, that was like number one on my list. And I was able to um, find something online. I was taking my friends and I knew they wouldn't go in for anything hardcore. I say my friends and my sister's. And I knew they wouldn't go in for anything hardcore, but I talked them into at least doing what I found, which was uh, a bingo brunch, okay? It was called Tizzy's Dizzy Bottomless Bingo Brunch, okay? So, you know, that's that's pretty soft core. What it was is um, for 30 pounds, okay, you got uh, bottomless mimosas or uh, Bloody Marys. Not a big fan of the Bloody Marys, but you got bottomless Bloody Marys or mimosas. Definitely ch- pick the mimosas. You got a choice of uh, some the brunch menu. Okay, so you had a variety of things. Most of them were like toast things, like avocado toast and eggs or sausage or something like that. I, I can't remember what I picked, but so you got that, you got the food, and you had to play bingo. And, you know, for those of us who've, who've uh, gone to this type of event, you realize that that's usually for people who are doing some kind of celebration. Uh, you got people who are, at this particular day, we had a party that was celebrating the uh, birthday of one of the girls. And then there was another group that was uh, celebrating the engagement. So it was like a little bridal party and they were doing their thing. So, you know, so it was me and my sisters, a couple of other people, and then these these major two groups that were playing. And the lady who was hosting it was, she wasn't in drag. But she was dressed up, you know, in the whole little get up and everything like that. But she wasn't in drag. She was just kind of made up kind of crazy and everything. So it was really nice. It was exciting. They went in there. Everybody was really in a good mood and ready to play and have a good time. My sisters were getting into it. I was getting into it. And so the lady kept saying, because we're like, we don't know what we're doing here. We have no clue, you know, and hopefully you'll be able to explain it to us. And the lady was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I, I would do a London accent if I could, but trust me, I can't. And uh, she was like, no, 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 absolutely. I will explain every bit of this, you know, long before we go on to play the game. So anyway, so they pass out the cards and I'm going to do my best to try to describe what it looked like, okay, to try to give you a quick visual. So basically what you get is this piece of paper. It's got six different sections in it, okay? So I guess that would be equivalent to our six on pack. But each of these little sections, even though they're joined, there's actually a perforation between each one of them. You don't tear them off from what I understand, but there is this perforation. So anyway, you've got six different sections. In each one of the sections, you've got three rows, okay? You've got three rows going down, but then going across, you've got nine columns, okay? Still with me? Six sections, three rows in each section, nine columns going across each one of those rows, okay? And then they have in London, or I guess to say the UK, they use a total of 90 numbers, all right? We use 1 through 75, I'm talking your B, 1 through 15, uh, I, 16 through 30, and so on. And when we do it, we only use a certain amount of numbers because you have, what, like five rows? And you're only using five numbers in each column except for N. Here in the UK, the difference is they're using all 90 numbers, right? They're using all 90 numbers and they're spread across those six different sections. So they do have, I realize they do have a certain amount in each one of those columns. Like I said, each row has nine columns. So in your first column, going down the six sections, you have like one through 
I think it's like one through 10. And then the next section you have uh, the possible numbers are, I think, 11 through whatever. But they're not in any particular order. Like in the first section of the six, it could be the number two and the number eight. And then going down in section five, it could be the number three and whatever. So they, they do have specific numbers in those columns, but they're like in no particular order. So it can be on any one of the uh six sections. Okay. So are you with me? So anyway, I also think it's funny because, you know, here we say B1 or whatever, or you say G such and such. And I, I don't recall, I actually don't remember what they said, but they certainly don't do that because their numbers are going from one through 90. So they don't have um, that kind of grouping. So I'm not quite sure. I can't remember how they actually did that. But again, they use all 90 numbers. The question is, where do those numbers fall on the six sections that you have? You know, hopefully they're going to fall in the section that you need to win. Okay, so hopefully everybody's still with me. I don't know if you can draw like a little diagram or you can actually Google it. I actually did that and you go to, uh, you know, bingo in the UK and stuff and you can have an actual visual. But even still, I can see this. I see how the numbers are going. I see what's happening here. But what do you do? How do you get an actual bingo? So the lady, like I said, super nice lady, and she did explain it before she called each game. So the first game was you needed to get a row. Like I said, there's six sections and each section has three rows in it. So you needed to get a row, okay, in any one of those six sections, okay? So that was the goal for the first bingo. You know, you're calling, you're praying and hoping you got your fingers crossed that you're going to get one of the bingos and everything. So that's fine. Okay, I got that. Uh, the next one just, you know, stepped it up a little bit and you needed to get two, okay? We've already got one row. So who can get the next row? You know, who can get two rows for the bingo? So we did that was for like the next section. Then after that, what we did was you needed to have an entire section, okay? So uh, you needed to have all three rows and all nine columns filled in one of the sections that you had. So that was the next part of the game that we did. And then the last one, okay, our obvious they had thing where you had to have two uh, coveralls, I guess. So that's that would be uh, covering the incomplete section in any one of the six. So that was basically the four games that we played. It wasn't a lot. It was just for fun. The funniest thing about the whole thing, though, was that the, one of the girls playing, the girl who was having a birthday party, out of the four games that we played, she actually won three of them. So so it was really funny. It was hilarious that she won these. Of course, mind you, we were not playing for a lot. I think one of the prizes was uh, bedroom slippers. Uh, another prize was a can of hairspray. So it wasn't like you were going for anything massive, but it's still funny how you still want to win. You know, one time I was on for needing just one number. My sister was on for one of the coveralls. And no matter what the prize is, you still want to win. So it was really funny. I enjoyed my first time playing bingo in the UK. It would be nice to be able to go back and play it another time at some place that was, you know, full-on bingo, you know, um, with serious bingo players. But, uh, you know, for my first entry, this wasn't too shabby. So here you go, UK. Thank you so much for the opportunity to check that out. So the next thing I want to talk about is something that is absolutely blowing my mind, okay? I'm going back to the United States, and this is something that I absolutely thought I would never, ever see. So fellow TikToker 313 in Vegas brought something to my attention, brought something to everybody's attention. There is now a location in Las Vegas where you can go play bingo that has pool tabs, okay? And they play bingo similar to how they play bingo in, um, you know, several places across the country. And I got to say, this for me is a major shocker because I grew up in Las Vegas, okay? Las Vegas is where I learned to start playing bingo. I play with my dad, you know, for years I play with my dad. 
And for as long as I could remember, the only place you could play bingo was at the casinos, okay? So to have a place where, one, you can play bingo that's not at a casino, but two, actually has pool tabs? Uh, I'm sorry, mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. So in case you're wondering, it's called, I hope I say this right, Itana Fowl. Okay, I hope I'm saying that right. Let me spell that for you just in case I'm not, and if you want to look it up. Uh, it's spelled E-T-E-N-A-F-O-U, and that is a charitable bingo location. I guess it's part of a Samoan church, and they play on Thursdays. They play out on, they're on Decatur. I guess my understanding is that they are by the old Arizona Charlies and everything. So they play Thursday nights. The buy-in, from what I understand, is like $35. And uh, there are no machines, which is different. A lot of, you know, most of the casinos uh, have machines. So that's kind of different too. But it is just mind-blowing. I can't never remember something like that. And it sounds like they do a lot of the other little games that they do in Los Angeles. I think the last time uh, I heard, like I said, I don't think they have strips. Maybe by the time this goes out, maybe they're going to incorporate strips later. But again, there is absolutely no place else in the city of Las Vegas that you can get pool tabs. And, you know, which is kind of interesting to me, too, because pool tabs is such a major way for people to make money, you know, and it's so easy because people will hawk their souls to get a pool tab for the chance to win some money. But, you know, um, baby steps, okay? It's only taken how many years for them to uh, pick up the pool tabs? So if you want to do that, please go check that out. It is a major difference in the Las Vegas area. Uh, I'm going to be in Vegas in a couple of weeks or something, and, and I can absolutely guarantee you that my butt's going to be out there checking out this place and, and seeing what it's like. So I will have a follow-up to these kind of comments to give you some more details about what I think. But I just can't imagine how this actually happened. I can't imagine what laws had to be passed or what hoops they had to jump to get this to to go through and uh, you know how long it's going to last is this something that the hotels are going to push back on because that's a, such a good source of income for them or if they're not going to push back then the other question is well how many other places are they going to start having in Las Vegas is this going to be something where you can go to uh, a variety of places and play bingo for you know longer than an hour I mean I think that's kind of the major drawback in Las Vegas too is that you go you pay all that money and it's only an hour and the payouts are so minimal you know you can end up paying like 50 60 dollars or whatever and then all you can win is like 50 or 60 dollars you know sometimes it doesn't seem like it really pays off I mean true they have those big jackpots where you can win too but for the long run uh, there are very minimal payouts in Las Vegas and it's just interesting to have some place where you can go for play for several hours. Again, it was only $35. I don't know how long the duration was, but I'm sure it was longer uh, than an hour. So I think that this could be the signal that there might be some big changes in Las Vegas. And I'm really interested to find out because I think that that would be wonderful. And I think it's a great source of income and uh, give a little variety to, to the city. So anyway, that said, um, if you're in Las Vegas, I would definitely think you would want to go check that out. Well, that's it for this week's episode. But before I close out, I do want to add one other little small thing. I did get such a big response for some of the interviews that I've had, uh, doing one with Bingo Fairy, doing it with uh, uh, Bingo Addict, you know. Uh, a lot of people have asked me if I'm going to have other ones. And I absolutely, like I said, I absolutely plan to do other ones. But if you have a particular interest, please take a minute 
email me at brokebingoaddict at gmail.com and let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any questions or if there's something else that you'd like me to talk about. I'm really interested in getting some feedback from everybody. So in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you'll come back for the next episode. Thanks. It's not a game. It's a red stick.